0: This is Adventist World Radio Ghana Voice of Hope A.W.R.
1: Ghana
2: Voice of Hope
1: Hello Our wonderful friend out there You're welcome once again to the heart of the church where we take you through studies that gives you an in-depth knowledge of scripture, we are here today with our friends once again to look at all the things we've been doing this week. Uh, a summary of everything, and our friends are
3: Gloria Osei-Bafo,
1: Frank Opokuboahin. Thank you so much for coming. My name is Emmanuel, Lai, your host. And for today, as I said, we'll be going through the study as a summary of all that we've done. Before we do so, we'll ask our brother Frank to pray with us, Holy Father. We thank you that in the whole of the week. You have guided our
4: thoughts. You have guided our intellects. And you are teaching us how we go about difficult passages in the scripture. We ask that let your spirit impress upon our minds and our hearts and lead us into your truth. And also give us humble spirit that we will be able to accept the truth in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Amen. So for the week and what we have done. Probably I'll just go through the various themes because we started with the main theme of dealing with difficult passages of Scripture and here we saw that it's on a premise that some of Paul's writings are a bit difficult and that was what Peter was commenting, but then it is people who also want to twist them at times to suit whatever they need or they want to do. We saw the Possible reasons for apparent contradictions in the Bible. Actually, they are apparent because they don't really exist. It is we who see them as such and cloud our minds that they are difficult to deal with. However, we also looked at dealing with difficulties honestly and carefully with the ones that do actually exist in the Bible. We also saw the dealing with difficulties humbly. We have to be humble as we deal with difficulties in the Bible and then determination. And patience being a virtue we need to have in interpreting scripture so that we can understand it properly we look at dealing with difficulties scripturally and prayerfully very important point that we saw just yesterday and today we are putting all these together in a summary I'll open the floor for our brother Frank to give us his version of the summary it is important that while we
4: identify some of the scriptures as difficult in fact in our own minds We are careful. Otherwise, per our key test, if you are not careful, we may twist the meaning of such verses. The moment it is twisted, it will give us great errors. So it is very, very, very important that we are careful and mindful about dealing with some of these things. Another issue also is that there are no contradictions in the Bible. But just that sometimes our understanding, our preconceived ideas, our backgrounds, and the rest, they influence how we think about certain things in the scripture. And for that matter, they make us think that way. That notwithstanding, the Bible is the divine instructions of God. We are human. So it will be very normal for us to encounter certain things as difficulties because. For us to understand the the very intentions of God, we need that divine elevation. But our fallen nature will even limit our understanding at some point in time. But the good news is that when we accept that we do not know, ask God in prayer. He will let the Spirit lead us into all truths.
1: Thank you so much, Frank. And maybe uh, Gloria will give us another version uh, of the summary as you have it.
3: Yes, um, in fact, there are admittedly difficult passages that we have struggled with and are still struggling with. But fortunately, we are told that um, when we approach the scripture like any other book, then we run the danger forth uh, not understanding certain passages in it because we might because the Bible though it's written book it needs a different approach which is the approach of humility determination prayerfulness we shouldn't just dismiss any thing that we find difficult to understand as what an error but rather with these uh, guide di- guidelines that we have been given so far, if we approach it prayerfully like that, then we are going to be able to understand Scripture and interpret very well. And even with these supposed errors as it they may seem, we are told that these few errors that to us are errors that we cannot uh, solve we should they have no uh, tendency to cause trouble to a single soul because there are several facts that confirm the truth that correspond. So those few ones that we cannot understand, we shouldn't conclude that the whole scripture cannot be trusted. Again, um, what, when we come to approaching scripture in the, with a the spirit of honesty, we say that when we honestly admit that we do not actually understand particular passages in the scripture and then we do not try to what force our own interpretation in there that is when we would be able to uh, approach god in humility uh-huh. to be able to accept the truths that he would reveal to us. And then, as Christians, we are all commissioned to also uh, spread the message of God. When we don't force our own interpretations, and then in that honesty, people, we build that trust with those we, we evangelize to, and then they would be able to accept whatever... We want to impart onto them. And then uh, I remember the one on determination and patience. What we established that whatever has been gained through serious effort, determination, with hard work, you value it. And so when when you, you, you have something valuable, you would want to share it with people that are dear to you. That is when... When you realize someone is going contrary to that word, there's always that urgency to share that truth that has been revealed to you because it is so valuable and you'd want everyone to benefit from that insight. That is one other thing. And then lastly, with distorted vision, when we do not allow the Spirit of God that authored the Scripture to us to really minister and interpret them to us, then we are allowing the enemy to take control of our thoughts. And then, when that happens, we would do pushing words and deeds that do not conform to God's will. And when we have this distorted vision, then it casts that doubt and unbelief in every part of the scripture. As uh, I remember somewhere in the Bible, we are told Jesus healed a blind man. And he asked, what do you see? He said, I see... Man walking like trees, yes. So, when we are approaching scripture in our fallen state, our vision is already distorted, our understanding is below the spiritual realm for us to understand. With that distorted vision, we will end up seeing things that we wish to see, and we'll be seeing God's truth as let me create the analogy like someone seeing human beings as trees. But if our visions are not distorted, we would see them as real as God has presented them
1: to us. You know, and the fact we just presented is that he was actually seeing, but he was seeing wrongly. And that could have, we could have just ended it there. Okay, I'm seeing, but it was wrong. And thank you for the analogy you gave because it made us understand what we are going through. For this week, we have seen a number of topics. We have seen a number of themes. I want us to pay attention to a few questions and then we can bring it to a close. Why are attitudes we talked about from the beginning approaching the scripture. Very important to us in understanding scripture So, Frank, please give us an insight there. Right.
4: These approaches are very funda- foundational and fundamental. If you do not know and you do not ask, you will not find. You understand? How do you know that you do not know? It's also a very important question. When you have known that you do not know, what do you do? Mm -hmm. So all this boils down to the fact that now that we have accepted that some passages are difficult for us, we have to humble ourselves. We have to be determined and have patience. Search for the truth scripturally, based on the text of Isaiah 28, verse 10. And then also pray and get the insights. So you see that there are no different things than The usual things that we do as students, because we want to pass our exams, we go every length to get or study whatever we have been required to study. And that is it. So students of the Bible, it is the same way that we need to go. But one another quick point is that it is not the entire scripture which appears this difficult to us. Sometimes there are few instances that we encounter. But while we are searching diligently for the meaning or the right understanding of those, we should not forget to practice what we already know. I hope it is clear. Yeah. Yeah. We should not forget practicing what we already know. Otherwise, we run the, the danger of losing the ones we already have good understanding.
1: Okay, we have been fed so much by what you have told us. and unfortunately our time is up but there were a number of issues we could have touched on that looked like difficult passages i'm sure as we go along we will come across some and deal with them just like the ones that jesus christ uh, were to ask disciples and uh, not to touch him that's a lady not to touch him because he hadn't gone to the father yet there are a few other things that people have looked at telling the thief on the cross that today you'll be with me in paradise all these ones are scripture that to some people may be a bit difficult i'm sure we'll get the opportunity to go through them all as we go ahead on us we want to take a scripture text frank from james chapter 1 verse 22
4: the bible says
1: But be ye doers
4: of the word, and not the hearers only, deceiving
1: yourselves. Amen. Amen. Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, thereby deceiving yourselves. want to live by the word of God. Uh, Gloria, can you give us an insight, or let's say an intro into the topic, living by the word of God?
3: Mm, um, the, The real essence of the scripture that we have been given. And all that we have gone through this whole quarter, we need to get to know the scripture, interpret it well, understand it well, for the main purpose of what's abiding by its precepts. And so, we are not just learning for mere knowledge, just as we do with any academic book or whatever, but for scripture, we learn to for it to have an impact on our lives so that we go by whatever it teaches us
1: this week is going to be interesting because we'll be looking at a whole lot that will let us be able to live by the word of God. The, the topic we're looking at for this Sunday is living or the living word of God. Give us an insight into that, uh, Frank. The living word of God and the Holy Spirit. As we
4: study the scripture, as our sister rightly said, it is not just about the reading, how we are able to apply it and we have that also in our key test. But then, as we are looking at the living word of God, we know that it has power to transform us. So as we study, we should allow ourselves to be changed by the word of God because it is living. It is this same living word of God that will transform our thinking. And it is this same living word of God that will lead us into the right choices. So that while we are fighting or while forces are fighting over our minds, we will be able to
1: move in the right direction. To move in the right direction because we are then going to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Let's take a read at uh, Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 to 16. We may not read the entire thing, but I want to pick out some verses and what they are telling us about how we should live. Let's read from that. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12
4: the verse 12 says wherefore my beloved as ye have always obeyed not as in my presence only but now much more in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling continue, please. You continue. then verse 13 says for it is God which work in you both to will and to do his good pleasure do all things without remembrance and disputings that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. The last verse 16, who forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not reigned in vain, neither labored in vain.
1: Amen. And so we're looking at how the Holy Spirit worked through us, and from the text, we can gather a few uh, Gloria, can you give us an insight into uh, how God works in us uh, through the Holy Spirit from what we have just read
3: uh, what we have just read in relation to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives we are being told from this reading to hold fast to what the scripture gives us and it it is we can only we'll be able to hold fast to it and observe it when we allow the Holy Spirit to do His work in our lives. And we say that the Word of God is living. It has the power to give life to us such that things that we were not capable of doing, when we understand the Word and allow the Spirit to minister unto us, that is when the Word... You see, these are mere texts just yes, as we have in any other book, but the spirit behind the letter and that, that spirit is the Holy Spirit fire and that would ignite the, the the text we have there to be living in us which would impact on our lives such that our lives would also reflect in the uh, work.
1: Thank you so much. We are trying to live by God's word, but all too soon we've come to the end of the program my cherished listener and we want to uh, have a word of prayer from our sister Frank from our brother Frank as we have uh, come to the end of the study shall we pray
4: our God and can we thank you that you are always with us and leading us we continuously ask that let your spirit guide us these things that you have revealed unto us help us that we will be able to accept them apply them unto our lives that we will be able to
1: live lives that are pleasing unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And uh, our cherished friend, we will come your way again tomorrow looking at learning from Jesus. Until we do so, stay blessed.
0: Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback. So call us on the number plus 233- 501561849 501561849 plus 233 233-50-15-61849 You can also email us at the address Adventist World GH at gmail.com. Adventist GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana. Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists P.O. Box KS17564 Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa We have another segment for you and that is Present Truth We have another segment for you and that is Present
2: Truth. I greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus. I hope you are well. I'm also fine here. Today on present truth, I have something to share with you. I'm Pastor Charles Echanford. Shall we bow down our heads and go to the Lord in prayer? Oh Father in heaven, we thank you today for your love that you have bestowed upon us as we open your word we ask that you come and you speak so that we all hear your sweet voice in jesus name amen the caption of my sermon is anywhere with jesus anywhere with jesus let's read matthew chapter 28 Verse 20, but I want to read the bee. And I want to dwell much on the bee. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Christ is about to go. He has stayed with the disciples, He is about to leave them. He told them so many things to do. But this was the last statement he gave them. That yes, you will go and do all that I have told you. But put this at the back of your mind. That I am with you always. I will never leave you. Anywhere that you will go, Christ is with you. Why do you fear? Why do you say, oh, the Lord has abandoned me? He says he's with you. You are also his disciple. Even if you are not, today you accept him and ask him to come your way. He will come and he will always be with you. Nothing shall come your way. Nothing shall destroy your life. Nothing. I remember in my life, I was a kid. I was standing at a pit and a certain guy tried to push me into the pit. But before I realized, I had jumped to the other side of the pit, of which, at a normal sense, a young boy, small boy, couldn't have done. But I was able to do it. My friend, the Lord is always with us. No matter what comes your way, the Lord is with you. Christ said that, I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you again. In John chapter 14, verse 18. He is with us. He will not leave us in sorrows and trials. Yes, the trouble has come though, but he says, I am with you. Don't worry, he is with you. He told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1 verse 5 that as I was with Moses, I am also with you. So will I be with you. You should not be afraid. The Lord says that anywhere he is with you. Jesus Christ says that he will never leave you alone. He's always with you. Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid of the things that are coming your way? Jesus says, I am with you. I love this song. It is found in Seventh-day Adventist hymnal, 508. Anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go. Anywhere he leads me in the world, this world below. Anywhere without him, dearest joy would fade. Anywhere with Jesus, I am not afraid. Put this at the back of your mind, that anywhere with Jesus, you should not be afraid. And the reference says, anywhere, anywhere, fear I cannot know. Anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go. So anywhere, anywhere, you will safely go because the Lord says he is with you. The Lord is always with you. Dear friend, in your sorrows, the Lord is with you. The sadness has come. The Lord is with you. You have lost your child. I tell you today that the Lord is with you. Yes, your husband says he won't marry you again. He is with you. Jesus Christ is right there with you. Yes, you are farming and you are having problems. The Lord is with you. Yes, sicknesses, coronavirus has come. I am telling you that the Lord is with you. All the pestilence and everything that are coming our way. I am telling you today that the Lord has not, never abandoned his children. He is always with us. Remember, Paul, when the ship got wrecked and there was no hope, he was able to come up because the Lord was with him. Remember, Moses went to Egypt. He came out. Whatever you go into, no matter what, you will come out. Because anywhere with Jesus, He will safely lead you through. May the Lord be with you. May he be your protector. Continue to trust him. Anywhere with Jesus, he is with you. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we know you are always with us. When troubles and trials come our way, do not let us fear, but let us remember that anywhere, everywhere, Jesus is with us. Continue to be with us. In Jesus' name, Amen.
0: We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number 233 501561849. Plus you can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH. At gmail.com, Adventist Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, PO Box KS 17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you.
2: You are gonna Voice of Hope